0: It's the pageantry, it's the spectacle, the big talk, however, is uh, the grandest stage of them all. A lot, a lot of questionable booking, a lot of questionable things, and some good things, and a lot of questionable things going on.
1: So, And if you didn't catch our, uh, we posted a lot this week about us being able to uh, go live on our three biggest platforms with the most followers, which is Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Unfortunately, YouTube. We're having some technical difficulties on that end. I've been having internet issues in my area all day. So right now we are just live on Facebook. Hello, Facebook. Hello, and on Instagram. Hello, Instagram. Hello, Instagram. Instagram.
0: As you can see, also already had a, a little bit of a technical issue going on. We have uh, a lot of internet connection bouncing in and out. So uh, it, it's it might be a lot of that. We're not really too sure. Either way, we're just going to roll it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, no, 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 and uh, no being disgruntled. Everything is going to be awesome today. Is it? No, I'm done. I'm just. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm done. That's <laughs> why I said that because I'm like you're. Gonna, you're just gonna. You're gonna question it all over again.
1: I, well, I'm. I'm questioning. <laughs> and you mentioned at the beginning of the show. You mentioned booking, and we'll get into booking a little bit before we get in the match card. I mean, this is WrestleMania day. This is our Christmas as a wrestling fan. If you're a wrestling fan, you get excited for WrestleMania, and Mike's history, and announce it through your social medias and through all the internet. Um, like uh reporters and stuff like that before you even announce it live like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you use these social media platforms to your benefit and go on facebook live instagram live twitter live why wouldn't you and it really is the unfiltered unsaturated truth
0: nope i'm uh, i am right there with you dude i'm i'm right there with you and it's really di- it's disheartening um when it's like okay you know what we get it that like it's a thing of the, we're just the innocent bystanders that are just there watching it, where there's a lot of people in play here, yeah, building it, doing it, moving the pieces, things know. happen, yes. injuries happen, you gotta change things real quick, stuff that leaves people going, what the hell is going on here? Lots of stuff like that. Like, I get it. Like, I totally understand. We're right in the thick of it because of Mustafa Ali's injury that we're literally screaming about Kofi that everybody's screaming Kofi
1: Mania at the top of their lungs. And if you want to hear our thoughts about Kofi Mania, you can go back to an episode we did two weeks ago yeah. uh, called the Kofi Kingston where we actually broke it down and talked about it. One, yeah. and one wrestler I forgot to mention, I was watching the Hall of Fames this morning, and this is why I forgot to mention, Booker T also was a very recent WWE champion. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, 10 years ago now, but still recent. No, Still absolutely. within our, our time period. Absolutely. So if people say that they haven't had those interracial champions, again, go yeah. back and listen to the Kofi Kingston episode because you'll hear everything we were talking about. And I did the exact same thing that's going on with the, this authority storyline of this authority
0: everything. And bottom line is that's all we really took. Talk. We talked a, a lot about that, of how the authority storyline seems to always creep its weary head uh, between Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, currently what we're going through with Kofi Kingston right now. George brought up a fascinating um, everything that went down with The Rock, um, it, 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 and and predictable. Then it's really it's
1: it's absolutely the or it's worst offensive. possible or it's outcome offensive. of offensive. Like wow, we, we, because we're in such a day, we're in such a day and age where everything is offensive. Yeah. So this storyline which has been regurgitated, and again, if you listen to the episode, we talked about it in depth. They did this storyline uh, five years ago with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, the the skin color of the 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 title character might have been different. Same storyline. So yeah. you want to sit there and you want to talk about all this ultra sensitivity that we have in this day and age, do your research because there have been ethnic champions. This storyline is not a new storyline. It's the same storyline. And uh, we have some comments and stuff flooding in. We'll get to the covers. entertain. Uh, you always feel nostalgic when you're watching the Hall of Fame. The story, some of the stories that they told, very candid. Uh, something that did happen that we don't want to touch on or voice opinions. Uh, new stage setup led to led to an unfortunate incident with a fan getting in the ring, very close to Bret Hart, knocking him down. But thankfully, when you're a room full of trained fighters, whether they may be stuntmen or not, they're still trained fighters. Uh, Fifteen or twenty of them jumped in aids. One of my boys from uh, the revival, Scott Dawson, got a good couple shots in. Uh, Heath Slater, uh, New Day, jumped to Bret Hart's defense. So, thankfully, Bret Hart is okay. Everything was fine there. Uh, But I guarantee you the stage setup we saw today, we will not see. And any future uh, or, so. or security will be really, really tight now because of this one unfortunate fan that has now spoiled the bunch for everybody. Yeah. And to all those people that were behind everyone in the Hall of Fame speeches because the setup was so horrible. I applaud you for liking to stare at everybody's ass for over four hours. Yeah. So good on you guys for purchasing those tickets. And I really wish that they had explained the seating setup when you purchased those tickets because I felt for every single one of you. But let's talk about... The one highlight of WrestleMania weekend, which has been the highlight for the last couple of years. Again, a near flawless, I dare nay say, almost perfect pay-per-view NXT TakeOver brought the house down. Wow. Adam Cole, Gargano, if you haven't seen the matches, we're going to spoil God. stuff. We're going to spoil God. stuff. Oh, So, man. Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, two out of three falls. Everything about that story was fantastic. And the right man at the right time won the belt and the greatest part about it is with the amount of sportsmanship because I'm a big I'm a big pro on sportsmanship. I love it when two guys can literally beat the crap out of each other and yeah. show nothing but respect and we saw that in bunches on Friday. Yeah. We saw the War Raiders and Ricochet and Black go at it for nearly 30 minutes. Match of the next 10 years guys. Uh, well, like, Johnny Gargano and Adam crap. Cole definitely was a, it was a tie between the two, but the amount of respect that was shown between the four competitors and what a great swan song to Ricochet and Black who are now going to be full-time main roster members. Yeah, getting the you just, out there, right now, can handle the division in terms of promos. She is the best one on the mic in that division right now. Doesn't mean she's the best on the mic, period. She just really is the best one that they have right now because everybody is still in development. Again, NXT, as much as the brand brings it on almost a regular basis, it is the developmental process. Oh boy. Kari Sane, Isho Rai, and Bianca Belair are great wrestling yeah. technicians, yeah but they are not good at promos. So I wasn't surprised when Baszler won. Again, I am a pirate princess faithful. I was really hoping, but man, they yeah. told those four ladies told a great story. The low points in the match, I will give all the, all the credit to Shayna Baszler on those moments because she spent most of that match on her back it's because really she got her ass kicked over and over again. Bianca Belair. When you lifted up those two ladies, you earned my respect. You literally showed me what power is. Yeah, and I got all kinds of respect from that, you in that, that match.
0: That was your little swan song moment for sure. And uh, what what I what really detested me about um, watching Shayna Baszler that night was like I'm I've, I've been I was all in on on Baszler uh, at her beginning. I knew that she would be a real super force to be reckoned with. It would be a, it would be a great change for the women's division in general to actually have this Brock Lesnar type woman. Come in and just kick the crap out of everyone in repeated fashion over it's and amazing, over again. It's, it's
1: amazing that you said Brock Lesnar type woman because she has the same forehead he had. A, it must be a UFC fighter thing, right? It must this, get that
0: widow's peak forehead. It's this UFC thing and it's the UFC ears. It's, it's the cauliflower co- co- ears. Yeah, it's cotton. Oh, sorry, cotton, cauliflower cotton, ears. Cauliflower yeah, yeah. Ears. Sorry. All over again of like you beat me and and, and, uh, and I, I couldn't. I just couldn't shake it for the whole year. And I had to come back and I had to come fight you and I had to come Audio's you. Audio's back man. on
1: Spreaker. There we go. We got it. Right on. And Sorry to interrupt. You.
0: I, I, hey, dude. I'm honestly i I only see that as the possible outcome. Otherwise, I'm just like, do you think it's Taker? I don't even really. I to be perfectly honest, after watching what happened last year, watching him and Trips do their thing really sloppily, watching like just the, the really the, the really super. Um, how do I put this with John Cena? Um, the today John Cena that just comes in and has a lot of fun and that's great and everything, but it's not a storyline and it's not something I'm going to attach myself to. And it's not something that I, I don't, I don't really know what he, what well, he's going to do and come
1: back and this. I don't even care. Okay. Well, how about this? Go with me on this because I do know somebody who was released earlier today. Sure. And one of our followers, Mr. Larry Jennings, Larry, I'm talking to you. I'm bringing up your point now. Uh, Ellie Drake recently got his walking papers. He's a free agent. He's a a very, very good and capable wrestler. Yeah, yeah. What if, per se, and they've done it before, they did it a couple years ago with the Hardys, right? Nobody knew. We knew that they had been released. I hinted towards it in that pre-show that we did, and the Hardys showed up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think they were going to win the tag team titles, but they did. Went on a decent last, last hurrah and run before we got the introducing of the Woken character and brother Nero and all that. What if, say, somebody like Ellie Drake makes an appearance. WWE has been known to, you know, pull the trigger on stuff very, very quickly. And there's a lot of great indie talent in and around the New York area, especially this weekend because what we talked about earlier, what's going on this weekend. So, do you see maybe somebody like an Ali Drake or Eli Drake? Sorry if I'm saying his name wrong. Ali, Eli, there's different ways to pronounce it. So, if you see somebody like that or say you see somebody else, is there maybe another indie star that's kind of on the radar? A recently released ROH star, recently released it's do you think it's Cena to tell out baron corbin some i think way cena then... comes
0: in and says no i'm supposed to be the guy that's supposed to listen to this listen to them they want me and you and i'm and get out of here and blah 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 or they kick the crap out of corbin or whatever like whatever the case may be i like it that i, I like. like or what they do is they just literally make it a triple threat match they just literally make it baron corbin and but then... still
1: beat the crap out of baron corbin and, and make then it a baron
0: corbin and john cena get together because of Corbin's getting screwed out of his money in the bank and just like watching this whole kind of last minute
1: story unfold as well. Well, this is and where new so, storylines do begin, right? Yeah. Storylines wrap up at WrestleMania and we start to see new rivalries and new storylines begin. But
0: just how we never saw anything else happen after that, never got to see them like actually really have a match or anything after that or because there's ma- no point. <laughs> was there's was there no point. So it was really <laughs> a thing of you want to make it interesting, man. You want to do something to actually really make that match interesting because that match is going to get, even though it's, it is angle, that match is going to receive less than than charity it's going to be a charity case for sure and i see the voice is watching and of course
1: the voice has agreed again with the animal it's not surprising yeah i'm not saying anything love you baby at all (laughs) uh that you know you're one-sided
0: no i really do i believe that i i honestly i really do believe that that's what's in retrospect i'm like they've pushed for it for so for 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 enough time still and it's the it's the thing that the internet has been chirping about since the people still go on i went on corbin's instagram today after he posted something and it was it was him talking people talking about how they want him and see so so
1: bad take many if you will he's not around much anymore which is great yeah the less we see of him the more the heart grows fonder absence does make the heart grow fonder yeah, or like except that rock, in, except in my case with you my heart's always a flutter the, I, the irish springs working wonders day
0: because i can see how deeply
1: you're looking into my eyes. i really am that, we're having a moment are we having a moment we no. are. um not today Because we always know the Monday night after, the Monday and Tuesday after WrestleMania, always big surprises happen. Absolutely. So we'll keep keep our our fingers crossed on what happens with John Cena. We hope it happens the right way. Of course, with the booking that's happened this year, I don't see it happening the right way, but hey, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, me too, man. Let's (laughs) talk
1: talk about the, uh, so this is going to be on the kickoff show. Both of these will actually be on the kickoff show, which starts at 5. WWE show starts at 5. Let's talk about, we'll get into the Women's Battle Royal, which... uh, for last night, more. Bill, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Selena Vega. Those are the confirmed entrants. There's yeah. probably going to be a few more, but these are the ones that are confirmed. Out of those entrants, those names I have lipped off, who sticks out to you? I already have my pick. I can say my pick if you're not ready. Yeah, I'm either going with Oscar or Mandy Rose. Nice. I'm going with my fellow Scotsman. Right. Going Nikki Cross, right or on. I'm going with Selena Vega because we really haven't seen much of what Selena Vega can do. I know what she can do. If you've watched NXT and any of the previous matches where she was the ballet manager for Andrade, you know what she can do. She only showed it here or there in matches, but you know what she can do. So So, I'm going to put it out to Nikki Cross or uh, Selena Vega. Those are my picks for the ladies. Right on. Those are two very good picks. Thank you very much. Yours as well because uh, Mandy Rose is super hot, and I'm surprised that Corey Graves is not porking her like he's porking Carmella. And straight oh, straight I say I, know that? I said as, that.
0: And straight up, I know they're going to keep pushing her to the moon. They're going to keep developing her. They're going to keep watch. Mandy Rose is not going anywhere unless she really font and like give you all that in your own little like filter on the way on your entrance and everything. No, you're they're, You're there.
1: They're shooting for the moon with you. Right on. Fair enough. All right, men's battle royal confirmed entrance. We got Braun Strowman, uh, Michael Chi, Colin Jost. Andre Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Titus I hope Titus O'Neil comes out to the Slip and Slide theme song
0: and literally they may, they just put a Slip and Slide there for him at the bottom. <laughs> and yeah, that
1: would be great. But out of all those names I mentioned, who you got?
0: Uh, I got, you know what, I, I really I want to go with Ali because of the amount of push that he's been really
1: getting. But even still, this is really a thing of like, ladies and gentlemen, this means literally not I'm one of a push. And you're right, they don't do anything with anybody that wins these events. But I got to say, Apollo, uh, the guy is yes. just such a great ring condition. Oh, his, such his, He's such his, a super athlete. His it's his ridiculous. his mic skills, yes, they are nowhere near where they need to be. But he makes up for it leaps and bounds. And again, we've yeah. got we've gone back and forth on the end of this debate of the build or the culmination. When it comes to the culmination, Apollo Cruz delivers every time, and he also has momentum. Monday Night Raw, he had the match, and he won. So yeah. I got to give it to Apollo. But if I had to pick a dark horse in this one, uh, just because they brought him in and they really have done. Literally nothing with him. I gotta say, EC3. Not that I want to, just that this kind of gonna put him in the spotlight for a little bit. He, they can actually build a storyline where he comes out and gloats even more because he's won this. Yeah, there may be a chance to kind of throw him somewhere in a US title mix. I've if seen, this happens, I've
0: seen quite a few people uh, on on dirt sheets and internet and comments and everything. They're 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 really pushing for the moon for for him to win too.
1: And you know what? Tyler Breeze is always in, in the conversation, too. So uh, it's going to be interesting. That's all I can say. It's going to be I interesting. I think so, too. I think so, too. All right. Uh, another couple matches to go over. Uh, Cruiserweight's more your side of things, but well, we got the Cruiserweight Championship. You got Buddy Murphy, who is the current champion. He's going up yes. against Tony Nice. This will also be on the kickoff show. So. You had your choice on these. I'll go first because again, two oh five is not really my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh what I have seen of Tony Nice, I'm impressed. I do like him. I like what he brings to the table. I like his I like his his move set. I like his charisma. I like kind of everything he does. Yeah. And I think Buddy Murphy has had a great title run. But, as we know, in our business, all good things must come to an end. Nobody wants, uh, unless you're Pete Dunne, a, a 700, almost 700-day champion. That was also a great match. Walter, Pete Dunne, and Walter pulled it out, took the bruiser weight out of his title. Yeah. Crazy match. Awesome, man. I can't wait to see how long Walter Walter holds that belt. That Seriously. was a great match. Seriously. And I, I, I called it. Like, I even put I put a poll on our, uh, on our Facebook page. I said, who do you got? And thanks to my vote... Not with uh, Bruiserweight now. Right.
0: Um, I'm sorry, I played your theme song, but I'll come back and I'll do it again. I'll do it for free. I promise.
1: <laughs> I won't be there to take photos this time. <laughs> no, um, I got to say Tony Nice. Just because, as much as I love Buddy Murphy as, as what I've seen of his title run, yeah. I got to give it up to Tony Nice. I just like everything he brings to the table. Right and I think, it's, I think it's due for a title change. I think the Cruiserweight division, if they want to keep it going, they got to keep that title moving. It can't just stay stagnant. Neville held it too long. And I thought that kind of brought the division down a little bit. But I again Neville held it too long because he was the only thing the Cruiserweight Division had at the time. Oh, that's so true. Um, I that's gotta true. say I'm gonna give the edge to Tony Nese in this one.
0: Right on. Um I'm gonna go with Murphy simply because uh, he is he's too good. Like he's just he's too good. Like it's 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 ridiculous of how much his character has uh, replaced I've uh, I've realized how much his character has firmly replaced Neville in that regard, of how much He's the guy that no matter what you do to him it doesn't matter how many things you pull off on this guy he'll always find his way to win he'll always find his way to come back and and uh, and and in very very quick fashion at that like it's always at the end of the match it's very fast paced and he always just pulls out this crazy crazy victory and it's really awesome um, and it looks very convincing every single time he's got his character completely down to the way that it should be and uh, I believe that uh, he's gonna retain he's gonna he's gonna keep going even though I would like to see Tony Nese do it. Um, however, what I do like about the cruiserweight title and what it's doing is it's bringing back the fact that you, you have what I love about it. And I what, uh, what, 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 uh, he's bringing to the table. And I think Buddy's going to retain tonight.
1: All right. Fair enough. We're divided on that, but I think we have, we brought both fair points to the table. Uh, well, one match, another one of the few matches I'm looking forward to tonight. My boys are revival. Yeah. They are going up against uh, the team of Zack Ryder and kurt hawkins uh, i don't know where you stand on this but everybody who knows and listens to the show knows where i stand i don't even need to voice my pick but i'll voice it for argument's sake anyways if we got a new first-time listener uh, the revival will yeah. very easily retain tonight uh that's just my pick and i'm a big i'm a big revival guy so i'm going with the revival hands down uh i don't know where you stand um i'm going i i i the revival's just too good for them
0: to, to lose a match. To Even though it's a fake fight, I get it. But they're too good of a tag team.
1: They are a real tag team. Um, everything about it. Um, it would be they really got cool. They got picked up by Harlem Heat last night in the speech. They specifically pointed out the Usos. And they're not the Royal Hall of Fame yet, but I'm working towards it. As they <laughs> one of that. the greatest, greatest commentators of all time. Pose. <laughs> dramatic pose. Yeah. And... And I'm done. Okay. And scene. <laughs> yeah. scene. But yeah, the revival, yeah, like they're you said, re- they're revival. Too good. Needs, they're too good. <laughs> they need
0: to retain. And um, but what I am what I what I do like about this is uh Kurt Hawkins getting a chance like Zack Ryder, he always had he already had his moment in the sun. It was really cool. Got a chance to be IC champ and stand on top of that big ladder and have a hundred thousand people screaming at him. Kurt Hawkins, he's never had his music played at WrestleMania before. At least not to my knowledge that he's ever had. He's a, he's, he's the loser of the company. He was so in I the Battle Royale last year, yes. but they don't play their music. But they you don't play, don't the play music. their music. So no. he's never heard his music played at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I actually think it's a go for a little bit. Simply because of what Zach had his notoriety from 30, uh, from, from 31. He already got, like I said, got his moment in the sun, got his fifteen minutes, and uh, it was it was really cool. So I think what they're gonna do because they've been uh, like, even though they're not a tag team, they've been this bromance dynamic duo for quite a while. They run a podcast sure. together, sure. all of the above. So I really do believe that they're going to, they're going to want to make a story out of it. And they're going to want it, to, it, it, it's already people in their minds. They're literally like the story's going to go. They're going to get crushed in like however much time, blah, blah, blah. So what would be the the funny thing is to actually have them see them actually like, what the hell they're actually making a cut. Co- they could do it. Ah! And like, I really see that being the, the story that they're going to tell, not pick up the, not take the win, but have it be like this. Oh my God. I think they're actually going to win the tag titles. Like this is crazy. Yeah. I don't think they're going to win it. Yeah, match. I don't think they're going to win it though. <laughs> uh, let's
1: go to a, a more interesting uh, take on one of the tag team belts. Two, one of the two being defended tonight, the SmackDown tag team championship. Right? Yes. Now this is an interesting dynamic. You got the Usos versus Ricochet and Black, who had an absolute barn burner with uh, War War Raiders in NXT. Uh, then you got the bar in there, and you got Rusev and Shinsuke. So you got a fatal four way for the tag team titles. The Usos are the current champs, uh, as all of our listeners would already know because they are. We all watch wrestling together. Uh, this one, just because the Barnborough they had on Saturday, or on Friday, I think they're due. I think they're due for a serious run, and I think them being tag team champions almost sets up when they split and Black goes heel, because Black can't stay a face forever. So I'm going to give this one to Ricochet and Aleister Black to eventually set up the eventual storyline where we see Ricochet versus Alistair Black in a grudge match for Respect. That's the way I see it going. As much as I love the Usos and I'm a big fan of the Bar, uh, Rusev and Shinsuke are just there to fill out the four team, in my opinion. So I'm gonna give this one to Ricochet and Alistair Black.
0: Yeah, i i also give it to uh, i i also give it to uh, a hundred percent. I think <laughs> I think they're gonna. I, I got I got actually I got to shout that out to Wrestling with Regret. Um, I had nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Black O'Shea, I think, is going to definitely take it because of the fact that, like, they're just so over. They're just, uh, they're they're super over. And Xandomania, yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I think they should walk away with the belts. It would be, it would be the best thing.
1: I think it's going to, I think the match is going to surprise a lot of people though because there's a lot of dynamics in this match. There's a lot of layers to this match where there are some fantastic performers and all yeah. eight of these men will have their moment. Yeah. They will all get their WrestleMania moment in this match to to have a part of the match where they just take over for a little bit. And I think this match is gonna surprise a lot of people, dare nay I say this one might slide in as the dark horse favorite to be matched the night. Yeah. In my honest opinion. Maybe.
0: Maybe. All I know is the Usos and uh Ricochet and, and Alistair Black are gonna crush
1: they're, they're all four, When those four get together, it's going to be amazing. They're going to make magic. Alright, so now we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of the match card. Uh, First match, I guess, would be your salad course of your event. Uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kurt Angle in his farewell match against Baron Corbin. Now, we've talked about uh, this match a little bit earlier on the show. We talked about a possibility of Cena coming out and saying, no, no, it's supposed to be me. Baron Corbin get out or the potential of them turning into a triple threat. I actually would have to forego having Baron Corbin in this match at all just because I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan, and I won't ever be a fan. If I'm not into you at this point, there's really no way to get me. If I see potential, I'll stick around. Whether you're heel or face, I'll stick around. But with Baron Corbin, I haven't wanted to stick around. I don't much care for the man. I don't want him fired because I don't want to see anybody lose their job, but maybe take him off screen. I think he's better suited backstage being somebody's coffee gopher. That's my (laughs) honest opinion. (laughs) So this match... I'm going to give it if it ends up just being Baron Corbin versus All In on the table, he wins quite convincingly. Yeah, and that's the honest opinion of it. And I, I don't again because I'm not committed to to Baron Corbin. I don't care for Baron Corbin, and I I won't care for Baron. So I I don't really care what happens with this match. I just wish that for a farewell match, it would have been. I would have loved to see Kurt Angle versus John Cena, or I would have really loved to see Kurt Angle versus the Undertaker. Because I think that would have been the best way to end both careers. Yeah. I think so too. Because technically Undertaker's career supposedly ended two years ago, but they brought him back last minute to face John Cena. He is not rumored to be on the card tonight at all. There is no hints of him showing up. There's no nothing. There's no storyline built for him. So I think this will be the first time starting for the normal trend of not seeing The Undertaker at WrestleMania.
0: Even though we will see it in Saudi Arabia, apparently. We apparently will. He signed on for Saudi Arabia. Which is I, not just, for me. I just it's
1: hope true. it's not another DX versus uh, the Brotherhood of Destruction match. Yeah. We all saw that weird, awkward, <laughs> I'm going to throw you into the ropes. No wait, my pectoral muscle ripped. I don't care. I, do you remember how to do this? I don't remember how to do this. I forgot I everything that's happening. <laughs> that's I forgot it when, all. That's
0: literally what I felt like I was watching, was them just mimicking back and forth to each other. It's like, how do you Do wrestle? you remember how to do this?
1: I don't remember how to do this. No, no, no. Let's just try this. Let's just see if this works. Dude, I, I saw know. a really amazing falafel stand right across the street. Yeah. What do you say after this week? I'm going to buy you a falafel. Just like old times. Just like, <laughs> old, just like old times. Remember? <laughs> all right. Who do you got in this one before we move on um, to something
0: better? Um, my um, 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 um. I, I have gotten I'm like wait a minute what match were we talking about oh yeah Angle and uh, Corbin um I Corbin that all you got to do is say his name and people hate him like you I don't hate he, him I
1: just don't respect him
0: I just I'm talking about the chorus of boos that 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 are, that land that rained down hard, as much as what we used to get from Roman Reigns. it's so loud that people absolutely can't stand this guy if you if people hated him that much they just wouldn't react to him but they boo him so hard at just the sight of him he just has that face and I've analyzed it quite a bit. It of, does have a face. Of you thinking, want to punch it. I've, I've looked at it and thought to myself, that is a face that you would love to punch. And that's what's so great about him being a heel is that he's just that, he's got that face. He's got that, God damn, he's got that voice that just makes you want to punch the crap out of him. So um, <laughs> it, he's, it, 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 it it works perfectly for, for a heel in which most people don't get that kind of heel heat anymore. Most It's always the, the heels getting cheered all the time for everything sure, they're doing. So sure, uh, sure, for him to have that white heel, they have that crazy heel heat that like fans are almost reaching over i've seen people like reaching over the barricade literally almost want to grab him so, so that him... fan last night was taking his aggression out on bret
1: hart but he wanted it to see <laughs> baron corbin
0: he, th- that fan was so mad about this match that he went in there and he beat the crap out of bret hart last night that's why that happened got his ass <laughs> handed to him scott dawson <laughs> twice in the back of the head it's fucking amazing everyone <laughs> reminds me of baron corbin <laughs> ah! that's why he went in there and beat up bret hart um but Baron Corbin, yeah, I think uh, for for this match, I and also uh, uh, just to wrap this up about Baron Corbin, because I really don't want to make this seem like you know I'm sucking off Baron Corbin at this point. But uh, I have revisited him. He's getting faster. I've noticed uh, in camera and in a lot of camera shots where it'll just be the one guy in the shot, and then all of a sudden, holy crap, here comes Baron Corbin, and now he's got the guy up in the air, and he's doing his deep six thing, and he's spinning him around, and doing all this crazy stuff. I've noticed some of those things happen, and I didn't want to admit these things to myself, people. Please understand that I hated this dude before. I wanted him fired out of this company. He was hashtag we, had a hashtag. we had a hashtag going for, a long, time for a, long time. Time. a long time. So for me to be saying this is a very big step up here, but bottom line is that this is, this is just little things that I've noticed about Baron Corbin, and maybe for people to take into consideration as well, in case you're absolutely dreading this match, that maybe it might be actually not as bad as you think it will be, and Baron Corbin, because of... His understanding, his uh, ring generalness, and his the, the way he's conducted himself as of late, um, why he's in so many upper echelon storylines, all of the above. Um, uh, I know for a fact that uh, he's gonna he's gonna try his best to put on the best match that he can for for Kurt Angle and try and, and make that the best farewell scenario that he possibly can for him. And I know he's gonna take a dive for him as well. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The Dumpster Wolf is definitely he's gonna be taking the three count for for Kurt tonight. Can't be the any other way around.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's only it's only fair to say. Um, yeah. As to oppose to what you're saying, I, I have noticed those things as well. It's just again, when I haven't been able to get invested in you, and I didn't see the potential before. In my opinion, as probably most fans would agree with me, it is it's great that he's doing all these things, but it's a little it's too little, it's too late. late. It's, it's too, too late.
0: Don't get me wrong. Yeah too late man
1: <laughs> all right let's get into one of the matches i am definitely looking forward to because i've always been down with this man and i will always be down with this man because i recognized he was awesome and i don't care how many times i have to reiterate it the miz babyface miz yeah face miz yeah. Versus heel Shane McMahon, falls count anywhere. Shut up and take my money. Super the Miz, hero
0: Miz. You may as well come out with a cape and a big M on the back of it and everything. And Miz, and Maurice, Miz the and Maurice, they
1: just premiered their second season literally last week. Yeah. And they had over 5 million viewers. Something like that. It was something ridiculous. So The Miz is hotter than ever right now. You saw it at the Hall of Fame. They did the great camera thing back and forth. And The Miz and Maurice got all the cheers. And uh, this one for me, The Miz. The Miz will win. Much like he did on SmackDown. This will go to the parking lot. This will go outside. There will be weapons involved. Because Shane O'Mac is great in an environmental match. There will be weapons. There will be a coast to coast. There will be moments. There will be times in this match where you might cringe. And that's what they want. And this is a match that will put Miz on the map again. And get him ready for a title run. So I'm going to give this one to the Miz. Because whenever you're in a program with a McMahon. It's a big effing deal. Yeah. And the Miz is due for another title run. He was due for another title run, in my opinion, two years ago. Yeah. With all the stuff going on with Daniel Bryan and how hot he was and everything like that. But it wasn't his time. And I get it. And yeah. I respect it. Now it is his time. So the Miz takes this one and goes on to be in a title pitcher. Not for the IC. Yeah. Not for the Intercontinental. Not for the U.S. title. He's in it for either the World Heavyweight or the or Universal. Universal. Maybe they do the swap because the swap will be coming sometime in July. I would not mind to see him, and who I'm hoping would be the eventual winner, I'm spoiling my, my Universal pick, but Seth Rollins. I would love to see The Miz and Seth Rollins fighting for the Universal title. I think that would be a very awesome program. Yeah. So, I'm going to say this one, hands down, is The Miz for me. Who do you got?
0: Um, I also, I got The Miz. Um, I you th- do? I got The Miz 100% because The Miz has to go. He Look, at has the to- Look at
1: the teeth. Look at the teeth. Yeah, I got a
0: big smile on my face. He's a happy guy.
1: I, it's been a lot of years. I've been waiting for you to take the Miz on something. I'm excited. Hey,
0: man, I'm pro. I'm pro reality. I know. I know what reality is, and I know for a fact that uh, reality has set in at the fact that what Miz was once a super heel is now he is the biggest one of the biggest baby faces in the whole company. He has been for quite a while now. Ever since, really, since uh, the Rolling Stone. Uh, situation happened and then after that after it got covered rolling stone and and all that it's just like hey now you're on a whole nother level of you're on a you're on a rocket ship to the universal title um. So or the world that title, the, or, the, or, or the world title. One of the one of the other. So bottom line is when that that moment that has to happen. So now that's going through Shane and and what I really believe this is going to be about the underlining story of all of this. It's all been about Mrs. Dad. I think Mrs. Dad is going to have something. Oh, there will be involvement by. There's yeah, definitely going to be Mrs. And Dad I wouldn't mind seeing Vince McMahon. Get I would love there. to see this is my this is my scenario that I'm playing out in my head. I think Vinny Mack is going to come down. He's going to have something to say about it. And then and then Mrs. Dad is going to get his little moment. And he's gonna gonna get to knock the crap out of and Vince McMahon. And the roof McMahon. will blow off and that place. And when he punches out Vince McMahon, the roof is gonna
1: blow off that place louder than any fireworks. We should, we should they could go ever live. We should go live for my reaction during that match. Yeah. Because if that happens, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stand up and go apeshit. <laughs> it's, it's
0: gonna be awesome. I, I played that scenario 10,000 times in my head of just how cool that's gonna, of like, oh, wow, you're literally building this match for when Mrs. dad gets to come out and he gets to do this really cool he gets to do this really cool shit with uh, with punching out Vince or like whatever the case may be to like have some sort of moment to make the crowd go go crazy and have a re- give Miz and his dad a WrestleMania
1: moment together. Absolutely, that would be a great that would be great when you when a father and son could share that WrestleMania moment and they're not wrestlers. That makes it that yeah. much cooler.
0: And Miz's dad, can, you, know, can, you know, culminating the interference and like getting getting rid of the interference and. This is my My dad helped me beat Shane, and my, my, me and my dad beat the McMahons. Like, I, that's all I see them standing in the ring doing and having this big WrestleMania moment. Together. I would love it.
1: I would love it. And you know, his, you can see his dad from, if you watch the show at all, which we do watch the show, his dad is very emotional. Yeah. So is The Miz. Especially once you become a father, you do become very emotional. You weep at almost everything. I cry when I see a squirrel crossing the street. I get weepy all the time. But, yeah, The Miz and his dad will definitely have a moment. And it will be a moment where we're all going to sit back and go, "Yeah, this is what wrestling is all about. Seriously. It is. It's going to be really cool. All right, women's tag team match. Sasha Banks and Bailey, champions, versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Great to see Beth back in the ring versus... Ugh. Naya Tamina, who cares, versus the Iconics. Uh, I'm going on a whim on this one. As much as I love seeing Beth come back and Natty, I mean, she's on a high right now from inducting your father last night. I absolutely love it. But I got to give this one to the Iconics. The Iconics have really been a true tag team since day one. Since they came up, they came up together. They came up as a duo. There was no real singles aspirations for either of these ladies. I'm going to say that I love the program of Sasha Banks and Bailey. Even though there is no like you don't get a you don't get a, a rematch clause for your title anymore. Once you lose it, you lose it. Yeah, but I yeah. would like to see Bailey and Sasha battle their way back through and take on the Iconics again for the title. So I'm going to give this one. Go on a go going to whim and just because how very good these two ladies are together. Much like Sasha and Bailey, they yeah. they do have that tag team dynamic, but they are actually a true tag team, not like all these other women that were thrown together. I will never pick Nia Jax and Tamina in any moment. And last night they showed them on fucking camera again, sitting next to The Rock's mom. Get a fucking life. I don't care. So for me, I'm going to actually go on and wham, I'm picking the Iconics for this one.
0: Hey, right on, right on. I know a lot of people are picking the Iconics. Um, I'm definitely, you know what? I, I, I'm definitely going with Phoenix and Natalia. They were a tag team before. They were a proven tag team before. Um... And, and really, it was because of the fact that Natalia wasn't really doing anything. I imagine that they both got... The reason why they both got together in the first place. But uh, were them being friends and, you know, things like that. But uh, well, there a simple
1: fact that Beth still has it. You look at Beth and she's ring ready. She's never and, not and,
0: been. And she's ring ready. And the moment is going to be... That match is literally... The whole story is literally going to be about the moment when she body slams Nye Jax. And when she body slams Jax, the roof, once again, is going to blow off.
1: When well, we had that little happen. taste of it in the Women's Battle Royal... Yeah. Or sorry, Roman's Royal Rumble. So, and yeah. I know
0: that's why they did it. When I saw her and when I saw Bianca do that, I was like, "Oh, they're setting they're they're setting up for the whole thing with Beth." Literally going in there just to the, the whole match is literally just it's not about the tag team titles, ladies and gentlemen. This is about when Beth Phoenix body slams Nia Jax and that roof
1: goes off, the roof b- 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 blows right off. I would love to see that. I love seeing Nia Jax get hurt. Yeah, well, that's I, my favorite part of my job. What I would love to
0: see is I really hope when it happens is that it's really actually convincing that it's not a thing that was like. You just tried it and it didn't work and it kind of looked half
1: right and it was a thing where you were trying it and you actually got hurt doing it. Well, and if stuff it doesn't like that, look right, it'll be Nia Jax's fault. It won't be Beth Phoenix's fault. Absolutely. When, so when shit I... usually goes wrong with Nia Jax in the pitcher, it's only one person's fault. Exactly. Nia Jax. Exactly. Nia Jax is my Baron Corbin.
0: Yeah.
1: Hashtag fire Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Get rid of her. I can't stand her. I have no respect for her. And Tamina, guess what? You shouldn't be there either. You're just taking up two roster spots. From other talented women. They're just both, they're both literally
0: dubbed the botch queens by like literally every conglomerate of doing something involved with writing about wrestling, talking about wrestling. It doesn't matter what it is. It's literally like they are literally hashtag the botch queens because they botch everything, every match. Where they just Expect suck. nothing less. T- expect nothing less tonight. Expect botches, tons of botches going on um specifically, from these two specifically
1: though spe- only these specifically
0: two. between those two and some things i always notice that go on with both teams of uh sasha bailey and the iconics so watch for lots of little botches going on and not a perfect match by any stretch of the imagination but your pick is
1: natty and beth natty to get and beth. the titles nice well you know what let's see what happens but i would like to see i would like to see the iconics with some gold because i think they're really they really are quite entertaining as heels and when they smack talk everybody else around them, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good on the mic.
0: They're great on the mic. I would just love to see them try a little bit more in the ring to not be really slow.
1: <laughs> oh. I would love to see that. All right. You got. Now, this is a weird one because I, I, really, I thought that Ray was injured. I thought that he was. But I'm hearing whispers that he's still going to be in the running. For this match. So Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. But I'm pretty sure he got injured this past Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. So somebody else is going to be fighting Samoa Joe. I haven't heard though. And I've been checking all morning to see who the replacement filler must be. There's a lot of theories. But I'm not sure. So I've marked this match down as such. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the title. Uh, As much as I love Rey. I love having him back. And he's still great in the ring. Uh, Samoa Joe. Just because he just got his first major title in WWE. There's no need for him to lose it this early. Yeah. I think Samojo's got to go on a semi-decent run. I'm not saying he's got to go seven, eight months, but give me 120 days. Give me four months and he loses it, and then maybe he can go into another title pitcher. Totally. <laughs> but i got to give this one to Samojo. Well,
0: this one will be a really quick one. Smojo retains. Don't care. This match was thrown together in two seconds, and nobody should be invested in this in any way, shape, or form. Joe wins. Uh, okay. I, I agree
1: with you on that, but I also just just say about a this quick, match. Just a quick, quip, a quick point or quip on this match. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Finn Balor, when he finds himself, he loses himself that much quickly. And we all know that the Demon will be coming back to Sunday. He stated it flat out on Monday. So yeah. it'll be nice to see the Demon back. The Demon will be think, coming back. But I think the Demon should come back against somebody way better than Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was brought in specifically to take on Brock Lesnar. Whatever happened there, whatever backstage he's he got, because there's multiple, multiple comments about that he's been a dick backstage, he hasn't done things properly, he's got no respect for the business. Much like he had his first turn in WWE, when yeah. he got fired for just being an idiot. He has a 14, it's because he has this 14 year old girl inside of him when he talks, but he has this like,
0: this, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in real life. Like they don't make sense together. Well, there's
1: there's no respect for the business. Much much in the case of uh, much in the case, I want to say of a uh, Brock Lesnar type deal. He doesn't seem to have respect for the business. Yes, he was at Hall of Fame last night with his family. He looked great in his English bolo. Yada, yada, yada. But yeah, the yeah. fact of the matter remains is that when you have backstage heat, whether it be real or organic, made up or fake, whenever there's a, a, a telling of it, there's true to it one form or fashion. So my honest opinion, yes, nobody should be invested in this match other than just to see how cool it's going be, gonna to be to see the demon exactly. that's Exactly. Sorry. That is the investment that, ladies and gentlemen, you should have, to seeing how cool the demon is going to look. And now,
0: the match.
1: That I want to talk about. The match where I'll put my Funko Pop right there because that's my pick. (laughs) Triple H versus Batista. Grudge match. Grudge match. (laughs) Grudge match. Down the board. Batista cut hands down the best promo of the year. And it was simply a sentence. Triple H, kiss my ass. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. This is the best I've ever seen Batista look. This is the most confident I've ever seen Batista on the mic. This is the Dave Batista that I remember when Evolution broke. And him and Triple H had that WrestleMania match where he won his first major title. So for me, as much as I love everything they're doing with Batista, this has probably hands down been the best written storyline of this year's WrestleMania. Next to the ladies, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I have to say honestly and truly, this is the match I'm most excited for Uh, and Triple H having not won since WrestleMania 31 against Sting. He's won lost three consecutive WrestleManias in a row. He's due for a win. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen because logically it's better for Batista to win because it is a career match. Yeah. So if Batista wins, that means Triple H has got to hang it up, which means, which means Vince McMahon is near ready for retirement. Mm -hmm. So this is the best way to get Triple H off camera. I love it. But I'm gonna miss isn't it. not the feeling actually really in the air like that though?
0: Of like Vinnie Mac is like that. It's 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 almost it's that time to ride off in the sunset. Yeah, but
1: the only the only time the only time things are really gonna change is if Stephanie McMahon is gone too, which won't happen because she's there. Because we won't. We're oh, getting yeah. a little bit of that edgier stuff now, but she still has her grasp on the PG. Mm-hmm. And I saw their three girls last night. They're beautiful girls. One of them's thirteen. One of them's twelve. One of them's eleven. They're yeah. not PG anymore. Yeah. It's time to give us back a little bit of edge. Because yeah. guess what? If AEW flops, fine. But there's a lot of other things happening right now in wrestling. So fans, and I saw it last night. And I'll be the first one. I never look at an arena like you do. I never listen to the sounds of the, the fans because I judge everything for myself. Yeah, yeah. But last night at the Hall of Fame, a lot of empty seats. And that's a cause for concern. Not because the Hall of Fame class was boring. Because they had DX China finally getting entered. That place should have sold out. A lot of empty seats. It's a cause for concern. And I went on Ticketmaster this morning, still seats available for WrestleMania. Mind you, $7,000, $8,000, but still available. That's the first time I've seen it. They have not announced that WrestleMania has been sold out. This is a cause for concern because fans are now fighting back because now wrestling is cool again. But now there's way more options. If AEW flops, which I don't think it will, I'm not voicing an opinion on AEW here, so don't come at me on social media with all your nonsense, you keyboard warriors. All I'm saying is if AEW flops, there's still options. Yeah, yeah. So we all can't rely and hope AEW is going to force WWE to change. But what needs to happen is not so much Vince riding off into the sunset, Stephanie riding off into the sunset as well, which unfortunately won't happen. Until Stephanie deems it necessary for it not to be PG anymore, we're still going to get the lame crap that we've been getting. Granted, the storylines have been edgier. What the women did on Monday was near short perfection as far as a promo goes. And how they did everything. Mind you, police officers don't put two heated defenders in the same car. But it happened and it made for cool TV. Exactly. But still, the fact of the matter remains is that until Stephanie McMahon really takes her hands off things and Triple H is running the show full out, yeah. we're not going to get the edge that we want. We're not going to get NXT in the main roster. So be prepared for that. As much as Vince McMahon is riding off to the sunset, still, we're still a long way from getting what Triple H has done to NXT. We well, have to break through the ego that is Stephanie McMahon first. And that's that's the key factor a lot of people aren't getting. That's the factor. Yeah. It's not Vince, it's Stephanie. It's always been Stephanie. And and it and it really is, and it's happening
0: with the way that we discussed sorry, before it. Before you get into that, it, what's your you,
1: pick on Batista and Triple H? Then you Bat- can get into Batista that. Triple
0: H um uh, I, I honestly um I, I, I would love to actually see Batista win it <sighs> and have it be a thing of like trips. Just go back and do your thing like it, really it's it's honestly it's, it's I'm sorry, dude. I used to I used to love your matches. Um, it's the same damn Ric Flair match every single time. It's the same moves every single time. Spine buster. Oh my God. Knee lift. Like I'm so sick of it. Like I don't care for it anymore.
1: Um, and Al- I can admit after crown jewel, he hasn't looked the best in the ring. It's, it's been hard to watch. It's just, but he did make the match last year that Ron and Rousey match. He made it. No, absolutely. It. Absolutely.
0: And bottom line is ladies and gentlemen, Sorry, but we're going from, there's there's a reason why we're going through all of these things. And that's why, if last year we had, re- we went from last year's Wrestlemania where the best match on the card was Ronda, Rousey, kiss my ass, Wrestlemania. Like, no offense, but like, that's like the worst, that's the worst decision making ever. To build an entire thing around that to try to make that the most the biggest spectacle when there's so many more athletes that are well-trained and know what they're doing and don't have to spend a hundred million hours making a match like the way you had to build an ultimate warrior match with ronda rousey because she's sucked ever since but uh as far as this match is con- true is, as far as this match is concerned um, I really, yeah, I would love to see trips just right off in the sunset do his thing. Cause like, dude, you've done everything. You've done it. It's, it's finished. It's over. You've done everything you can in the ring. You've put over everybody that you can put over and now you're going to do it again. I imagine you're going to do the same thing tonight, which is really, really cool for Batista. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get a moment at the end of that match where you're going to see them both hug and and it's gonna be that it's gonna be a bunch of real stuff like whatever you saw with like Sting or whatever you saw with you know all the any, respect
1: you saw from Black and Ricochet with the War Raiders yeah like
0: that was true, no hundred percent
1: hundred percent respect.
0: And then the, then you have these two buddies that are just like wow after all these years we finally got the chance to make it happen we talked about it for years buddy and now finally holy crap I can't believe we're here and we finally got to cap the, this the story is the match off. that this, is, this is the match
1: that the roof is will blow off the place yeah. And this has been the best story written match of the whole card they've built this match to near perfection to where even if you do see the classics and i'm a triple h fan so a spine buster i know that i know the pedigrees around the corner
0: yeah so i still
1: get excited for those moments and i will and you know what but i'll be the first one who made it being a triple h fan my whole life uh after crown jewel i looked at my wife i looked at sasha and i said you know what he's got to step away yeah and i see it and even though last night he came out and that suit was there ready to rip he couldn't move because he's so jacked and i love it i'm just like i know what you can do and what this can do and it's not in the ring anymore yeah you can still tear it up and i wouldn't i would be okay i'm okay with you now doing the once a year matches i don't even care if after this match you find a way to come back and have batista versus triple h2 next year I'm okay with that. One match a year, I'm okay with it. But I know what this can do, and I want this in the driver's seat for the main roster. And that's your mind. I'm pointing to his head I'm pointing to my head if you're not on our lives. I'm pointing to the mind. Because Triple H's wrestling mind is probably the best we've seen in a very long time. Yeah. And it's a mind that needs to be saturated and everything pulled out of. And um yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to this match. Me too. As a Triple H fan, I want Triple H to win. But as a wrestling fan of what's best for business, Triple H losing is best for business.
0: Yeah. And and straight up, it's just gonna be a really fun that that's all this is. It's just a very short, stinted storyline for a big fun
1: match. Alright, we got AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Another grudge match, another match that's been a long time coming. Ooh, baby. I love Can't it. Wait for this. I love it. Uh, this is a hard one for me because I'm a fan of the Viper, but I'm also an AJ Styles guy. My heart's telling me one thing, but my head's telling me another. So I'm just going with it. The referee. He, the,
0: the, I was thinking the ref was going to win too. No. Honestly, by uh, count out, you by know count what? out. You know what? As by count out
1: and disqualification. I love it. The chair. chair yeah. Shot. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Bray Wyatt comes back and interferes. They start up the Orton Wyatt family again. Yeah. Oh, the
0: no. first ever count out disqualification pinfall. That's how we're going to win the match. It's impressive. That's it. How to
1: pull it off, though? We yeah. sound like the writers of WWE right now, a bunch of fucking idiots. That's what we sound. like. That's
0: what we'll do. We're you guys. know
1: what? We'll give them. We'll make them pin and we'll make them get. We'll make them get DQ too. Uh, That's how we'll do it. My heart's telling me one way, but my head's telling me another. And my heart is telling me what I'm going to go with now, and even though I am an AJ Styles guy, I got to go with Orton. Man, the RKO when Orton when Orton has a WrestleMania matches, the RKOs are always to another level. We saw it with Seth Rollins at 31. Like that RKO was like 10 feet off the ground. Yeah. So Orton always pulls out something crazy for WrestleMania. It's like he literally saves all of his shit matches throughout the year and puts it all together at WrestleMania and it all comes out in one shot. It's great. (laughs) So I got to give this one to uh, Randy Orton. But I also have another prediction. A prediction is being this. There have been a lot of smack talks between the wives on Twitter lately. And Instagram. They've been going back and forth on whose husband's better. I don't know if they're going to work it. They have worked AJ Styles' wife into a storyline before with Samoa Joe where they had his wife and his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do tend to pull some real shit out of some Mark shit. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Would be interesting to see the wives get into a tussle causing a disqualification and we have to have Orton versus Styles too at SummerSlam, which we both have tickets for. So I would love to see that. Yeah. But this match is telling me Randy Orton and I'm hoping Randy Orton because you know what? It seems to be an evolution setup kind of night. Wouldn't it be fitting if Batista and Orton both won and had the WrestleMania moments the same year. Yeah. So I'm going to say Randy Orton on this one, but I am an AJ Styles guy. And I know that this match will be a candidate. And I'm going to say this now. This will be a candidate for match of the year. Cause these right two on. guys, the athleticism in these two guys is unparalleled. We all know what AJ Styles could do. We all know what AJ Styles did at WrestleMania with Jericho. Imagine what he can do. WrestleMania with Orton. So I'm I, yeah. I'm picking Orton. But I know Jericho I know that Jericho. I know that AJ Styles is gonna pull some great stops. So that's what I'm saying. I'm going with Orton, but I'm not underestimating AJ in any form or fashion.
0: Nope, I agree. Um I, I, I honestly I, I really couldn't have said it better myself, quite frankly. This uh, this match is just gonna be a barn burner from start to finish. Um I, I think uh I, I, I honestly I I I wanna I I, I wanna see Styles win it. I know uh, a lot are going to be pulling for Orton. I really want to see Styles win it cuz then that'll rekindle his I feel like this whole story is all about the house that AJ Styles built. That's what this that's what this whole thing is about. It is. exactly. That's what the, This it's...
1: seems to be the year of if you're going to label this WrestleMania sorry to interrupt, you, if you're if you going to label this WrestleMania I believe it as the the WrestleMania of grudge matches. I mean, oh, think it. about it. You got Batista, you got Batista and Triple H. You got Orton and AJ and you got the next match we're going to discuss once you give your prediction, which is Roman yeah. Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, this is the year of grudge match. Yeah, this is what it is, and actually, interesting
0: tidbit and factoid about why everything is going on with that of uh, Roman Reigns and. Uh, well, and, give us your and, prediction, and, and then Jim we'll McEntire, jump in. But, uh, but yeah, uh, as far as predictions go for this match, um, I would love to see AJ Styles pull this off um to solidify the house that AJ Styles built he's been talking about it for years it's like really how are you going to do it how are you going to you, you got to kill you, the legend killer you got to you, you got to kill the legend killer and you got to kill the guy that comes out to you and calls you out for being the punk bitch that's coming out and saying you're the guy that built it this is the house that AJ Styles built when, dude, I've been here for the last 20 years. I don't know where you've been, but like, oh, you were somewhere else and it wasn't here. So that's, this is not the house that you built. And it's been stuff that fans, quite frankly, have been saying for years. And and what people have just genuinely been saying for years. So And, and with the fact of them bringing in the storyline of all the indie stuff that, that Randy said about all the
1: indie guys and how it was just this... This big mess because Randy Orton but a lot of people don't know great. this that Randy Orton is not an indie trained wrestler. Randy Orton was born and bred for the WWE and WWE only. And that's why I love the storyline <laughs> because there's so many people that have that 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 have that
0: opinion and then th- that have the AJ Styles opinion of you need to be trained in indies to be able to do this full time and to be able to be a top guy. Whereas these guys are saying actually Um, The company literally built me from the ground up to get me to WWE status so you didn't have to build to get to WWE status, moron. So it's literally like these two clashes. Well, two other words
1: for you. Charlotte Flair, built in the WWE system and in the WWE system only. Exactly. Now Natalia Hart, built in the WWE system only. Exactly. There are people who are built and bred strictly for WWE and it's usually legacies. AJ Styles is not a legacy, but I tell you what, if either of his four sons gets into wrestling they will be legacies they will yeah. be built and bred for the wwe only and that's the best part
0: of what orton brought to the table was very simple all he had orton has been just he's great on the mic but the trade-offs that's been going back and forth between these two of crap talk is a trash talk has been absolutely phenomenal well, but even just the wives no the wives have been pun intended the wives um, have been killing it too on the twitter battle. Right? it's amazing it's but, amazing but when Randy's rebuttal to everything about doing all the indie stuff and everything like that and, and talking to him about how, like, you're, 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 you're a bitch because you were born and bred in WWE system, when Randy, he turns around and literally looks at him and goes, well, dude, actually, now that John Cena's stepped away, it very simply looks like you are actually being the one groomed to be the corporate bitch now. And, like, and the whole room just lit right up because it's like, dude, there are so many realisms and real things that are being added to the storyline even though it's like I know they're buds and I know they're cool and they're tight and everything this is just going to be a really really cool match but that's the best match.
1: matches that you have when there's mutual when you know there's the mutual respect behind the curtain it yeah. means they're going to give it because like it, it's what Josh Alexander said to us when you're fighting your friend you're going that much harder, and that's what I think
0: is definitely going to happen with those two. They're gonna they're gonna pull out some stuff, and I think even Orton is gonna go out of his way because of the the the, the unbelievable phenomenalness of AJ Styles and what he brings to the table. That he's gonna try and bust out maybe an extra move or two tonight, uh, some some little different to make that match foot, that much
1: this bigger. Twenty five foot RKO because he's already done a ten foot RKO. Yeah, off the top of a twenty five foot ladder. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, another grudge match on the card. Will not take too much time. On this one because we do have a lot more effort to put into the top three matches. But Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, I'm a Scotsman so I'm going with my fellow Scotsman on this one. And I think Drew McIntyre getting over yeah. on Roman Reigns is the right move. It's best for business because Drew McIntyre is ready for a title run. The only way to get over and to get to Seth is through Roman. Yeah. So it's a logical match that they're setting up for Drew McIntyre to be the next number one contender at Seth. This right here is not so much a grudge match. This is a number one contender's match. My pick, Drew McIntyre.
0: Right on. Um, I think they're going to go with Reigns because they're not going to bring him back from leukemia and then make him lose at WrestleMania immediately. Um, I think that, uh, oh yeah, and, and the reason why this match is happening, I, the, the reason why I know Reigns is going to win this 150% is uh, very simply because uh, they were planning before Reigns, before everything that happened with Reigns' leukemia and before um, what happened with, um, 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 with with Ambrose when he got injured. Um, And why they were floating back and forth with his heel turn and his face turn and his heel turn and his face turn and everything like that is very simply because they were literally building for this WrestleMania to actually be a triple threat match of the shield for the universal title. It was supposed to be them fighting for the Universal title this yeah, year. That makes sense. Logical. But, however, they had to change it, and now it's the women who actually got this match, which, unfortunately, I hate to burst a lot of people's bubbles. The women were not supposed to be in the main event this year. It was supposed to be well, the Shield. Well, they were
1: supposed to be the undercard
0: main event. They were supposed to be the undercard main event, but because of the Shield not being in the main event, they got shoved to the main event. It's what people don't really truly understand about it, but, however, at the exact same time, but I, love it yeah, uh, I love what had happened for the women. I love it. Still, I think it's great. It's it's I think great moment, it's awesome. It's a great moment in time. It's under- great. 100%. It's a hundred
1: percent. It's an amazing moment. And you know what time. though? If it wouldn't happen this year, I guarantee you it would have happened next year. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I, I take, that. I take absolutely nothing. I was like, Oh no, 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 because they're not in it. They're the reason they got it. And it's like, no, no, no. This is the, that's just the way the plans changed and how the plans actually maneuvered themselves and the puzzle pieces fit. But, uh, That's why we're seeing Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was probably supposed to face either Bobby Lashley or was supposed to face Finn Balor, intercontinental
1: title. Like, it was supposed to be a different story of what was going on with him. I think, I think, Um, I think... Drew, I, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you. I think Drew McIntyre was meant to be the number one contender after WrestleMania. And, yeah, and, and actually... Th- so, th- if to really, match, to tell you the if truth, the SHIELD I match do, had I happened... think that. Sorry, I'm not interrupting you. If no, absolutely. Sh- if the SHIELD match had happened the way it was supposed to happen, the way it was built, and we all saw this coming... Yeah. ...when he won before, unfortunately, Leukemia and, and Ambrose got injured. If that match had happened, Drew McIntyre was always next in line. Exactly. It did, once they took away the rematch clause, whoever won at WrestleMania between the three SHIELD brothers... Drew McIntyre was always the next one in line. Yeah. So this match, if it wasn't Drew, it would have been Drew versus Dolph for number one contender.
0: Yeah. That's the way it would have been. I, I I actually, yeah, you're right. Actually, it should have been Drew versus Dolph, but unfortunately, um, and actually, yeah, I feel really bad for Dolph that he never got the chance this year to do his Mania match because that would have been a great story. It would have been a it Would have been a, that not all, men, the, not all the men, not all the men, the battle royal have been
1: announced. One. So he could be a surprise entrance in the battle royal, and it could be a surprise entrance in the battle royal.
0: It's not but, the WrestleMania
1: uh, moment we all want for Ziggler, but it is a moment. No, but na- now I think. Now
0: people are finally getting a chance to really understand a little bit better of like why these puzzle pieces got moved and why things got moved around so 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 much and why the booking got messed around so much. But well, the, uh, the
1: booking has always been bad. But this, it's this always year been bad. Been change, but this, this year bad. is another level of crap. Well, remember what was it two years ago when you had everybody getting injured and then they had yeah. to bring up everybody from NXT. Yeah, you had fucking you had everybody getting injured and then you had guys like Kevin Owens got thrust into the spot like probably yeah, quicker than they expected because of all their injuries. This was a year. When everything just seemed to go sideways. It's somebody's fault. But that's what a lot of people like. We shit on the writers all the time. But let's be honest. When it comes down to bookings and the way things change. People do get injured. Things do happen. You don't have a choice. You really don't have a choice. So I get it. I understand it. Do I I agree with it? No, I'm a wrestling fan. I have a right to bitch. That's what I pay my money for every month. But at the end of the day... I understand the business side of things, too. And that's one of the things we've learned starting this podcast. We've learned the business side of things. And as much as we have our strong opinions, and sometimes Steve says stuff, I'm like, no, you're wrong. And, St- and St- I say stuff, and Steve says, no, you're wrong. Actually, we probably say different things in our heads. Like, you're full of shit. Fuck you. But we know we're wrong. But we also know when we're right, we're right. And that's why we don't back down. And that's why the opinions on the show are always honest, real, and straight up. Hence, straight talk wrestling. Right? So um, we, we hold nothing back. And we don't, we don't take back anything we've ever said. We stand by all our points. Uh, because at the end of the day, we both never think we're wrong. Which makes a great dynamic. It's but, true, um, you know what? This match, I- I'm just going to say, as much as I love Roman Reigns coming back, and I love the fact that I'm not a fan. I'm still not a fan. But I respect the man. And he fought through leukemia. And he gave a lot of Make-A-Wish kids hope now. So that, that to me, being a father, that's all you need. You gotta have, Every kid has the right to have a hero. And yeah. if Roman Reigns is a lot of kids' heels, I'm not going to shit on that. But the fact of the matter is, is that Drew McIntyre was always next in line. Yeah. So Drew McIntyre, in my opinion, as much as I see your point... I see the storyline still going the same way. It didn't matter who Drew McIntyre was facing. He's still going to run through him. So, Drew McIntyre, this is not a grudge match. This is a number one contender match. And Drew McIntyre will win. Because that's what's best for business.
0: And don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say 150% because I picked
1: Roman. (laughs) uh, Don't get me wrong. I I, want to see Roman go for a title again. But I want to see it happen. At Summerslam, when it's a triple threat for Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns for the title. Absolutely. That's when I want
0: to see it. Absolutely. And that's
1: when I will see it.
0: Absolutely. I just really don't think they're bring, they're going to bring back Roman Reigns to have him lose at mania this quickly. And, and, but you know as, what? It's as, not it's as, not. And a bad, I really believe that's the main reason why It's he, not a bad idea coming out on top of that. It's
1: not a bad idea to have him lose because sometimes you gotta get kicked in the dirt, go all the way to the bottom and fight your way back. Oh, Roman, absolutely! Roman, I Rain, hear you. Roman Reigns has had his door slapped in his face. Why not have the big jacked guy, the big muscle bound moron, for once be the underdog? Well, because he was the
0: champion before he left, and I then that's that's pretty much I know why they're just going to keep him winning until the until it's appropriate for him to you know and, until the Scottish or or what might happen double DQ. And they have to fight again because the match is literally just so damn good, which I think is actually just gonna be. The, I, I honestly, I don't really, to be perfectly honest, I don't actually even care who wins this match. Because they're both so damn good that I know they're just going to go in there and actually try. and They're shooting for, for Match of the Night. Like, they will be shooting for that, 100%.
1: Yeah, but one of them is Scottish, and he has the upside just because he's Scottish. And he's a psychopath. From yes. What they, from what they say. We're all
0: psychopaths, goddammit. We're all a little psycho in our hearts from time to time.
1: Hence why there's a movie called Psycho. Okay? Yeah. It's Drew McIntyre's fucking biography. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Alright, let's get on to the let's get on to the three. Uh, I don't want to take too much time up in this because you've already spent too much time as it is, and I want to enjoy the show. Royal Wrestlemania's pre-show is going to be kicking off in like an hour and 40. Yeah. But let's get into these right away. I'm not going to do them in any particular order. I'm just going to do them in the way I see we need to talk about them. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. We all saw how Seth Rollins owned Brock Lesnar on Monday. He owned Brock Lesnar like nobody's owned Brock Lesnar in a long time since Roman Reigns owned Brock Lesnar right before he beat Brock Lesnar. Does Brock Lesnar retain? No. Does Seth Rollins win? Yes. Am I saying this because I'm a wrestling fan and I understand the business? Yes. Am I saying it because I just want Seth Rollins to win I don't want to see Brock anymore? Yes. Am I saying this because I know it's factual? Yes. Brock Lesnar is going to go to UFC. Whether a lot of people agree with me or don't, he's going to UFC. We already know this. He's going to fight Cormier. We already know this. Is he going to fight it wearing Universal title? No. If anybody saw the 24 from WrestleMania, they had the 24, the WrestleMania 34, 24. Brock Lesnar after he retained, he came in and threw the belt at Vince. That wasn't a crapshoot. That wasn't what was built for business. Because if it was, they wouldn't have released it a year later. That was actual factual footage. Brock Lesnar has no respect for our business. Brock Lesnar does not care about the sport and the business that we love. Brock Lesnar's here for a paycheck because he was banned from a year for doing steroids in the fucking UFC. That's it. And maybe I'm marking out right now as a fan, but I don't care. I don't like Brock Lesnar. I respect Baron Corbin more than I respect Brock Lesnar. Yes, Brock Lesnar is an attraction, but I don't think he retains. I think it's time for him to go do his UFC thing. Enjoy it. Best of luck to you. I hope you beat Cormier. Great for you. But right now, I want to see Seth Rollins get that title. Because you don't have the build that you had with all the shit he went through at Royal Rumble to get here. If the title change wasn't going to hatch, going to be a barn burner? No. Is it going to be a lot of suplexes and F5s? Yes. Will Rollins kick out and be resilient? Yes. Much like Reigns did. Much like Strowman did. We've all seen the cracks in the beast armor. I think that Rollins is just the fastest out of everybody that's faced him. And I think the speed and the agility that Rollins has will give him that little bit of edge. Yeah. So, I, I see Rollins taking this, not in convincing fashion, but taking it nonetheless.
0: Right on. Right on. Um, I see, I actually believe Brock Lesnar is going to retain him. I I have a 100% bet on that, that he's going to retain. Because we've seen this story happen too many times before. Everybody's been baited too many times before. Especially with AJ Styles. AJ Styles was about this close to winning the title. But that wasn't a of match.
1: That was that was the, oh yeah 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 that sorry was that was a duel that was a duel that, that was, was a dual just thing. a duel of champions but
0: bottom line was him sorry he was about this close to just winning the match in general and so was Daniel Bryan. Same, same with Daniel Bryan same with Finn Balor same with all that so as far as I'm concerned what I really do believe I I believe that it's going to be a lot of flippy stuff I believe I believe Lesnar is going to be going for suplexes and then Rollins is going to just backflip right out of them and and do all kinds of really Rollins crazy will get stuff. to show why he is literally oh, this is going to Night Rollins this is going it's like everyone. Who steps in the ring with Brock Lesnar? It's going to be his best match. It's going to be the, his best match. It's going to be Lesnar's best match, hundred percent, because they both clash so hard with their with with what they do. So it's it's a, it's going to be a hell of a match, a barn burner from start to finish. I'm predicting this is match of the night, a hundred percent. And yeah, I really do believe that, uh, that that they're going to swerve the audience. Um, you got to give them something that they don't want. You got to give them something that they want. You re- and the thing that they don't want for the night.
1: Um, I believe there's going to be Lesnar retaining. I see your point, and as much as I want to disagree with you, I can't. But the fan in me that is still very strong, like the Force is strong in most people who watch Star Wars. Oh, God, me, no,
0: I want I want Lesnar to lose his the, life. The, the, fan, <laughs> the fan in me. The
1: fan in me and also being a fan of Rollins. Like being yeah. a fan of Rollins when he was a heel. Being a fan of Rollins after he turned on the shield. I was always a Rollins yeah. guy. Watching him literally, the, watching him spin the belt around in the first, when he won the NXT title Monday, the Monday night. Time. Monday night, just like I marked out with the Batista promo, which was promo of the year. One sentence, promo of the year. Uh, just like I marked out with that. Uh, and also the video package was pretty outstanding as well. Yeah. Um, uh, when when Rollins had had, had had Lester just on the floor and owned, and he lifted up that belt. As a fan, I'm thinking, fuck, I just need that to happen in six days. I just need that to happen in six days. Because I don't Lester has no respect for this business. And that's not the reason why I want him to lose. I wanted to lose because he is a one trick moment. We all talk about the five move kings, John Cena, Roman Reigns. We've talked about them enough. Brock Lester is not even a five move king. He's a two move king. That's how boring Lester is. And it's it, my wife said it the best. When um who is it? Dean Ambrose, probably hands down the worst talker when he's not out in the ring. The worst, just no personality whatsoever. He mentioned it, and I can't remember what we were watching one day, but it was him talking about his match with Lesnar at WrestleMania that one year. Yeah. The street yeah, fight yeah. match, and how he wanted to do all these things, but Lester's like, no, 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 no. Lester doesn't care. When you try to do something creative, you can't. So the fact, and I know bringing up Dean Ambrose is a thing that makes people no, shudder. It's, it, no, but it's the fact more of is, when you go back and you watch that
0: match, you actually come to find because Dean Ambrose is Dean Ambrose, and he's actually one of the biggest wieners that you'll ever actually that you'll ever listen to in real life. Um, I actually that, watched this match yesterday. That match was literally everything and more. He got to beat up Lesnar the whole match practically. He got to literally, he got to do more things in that match than you can imagine. And also the fact that Lesnar sells for everyone. More than he actually beats people up half the time. He literally, if you watch Lesnar's matches, he spends about three quarters of it getting his ass kicked and selling for people, sweating his balls off like he's he really sweats, like sweating a ram I know, but just to the point where he literally, all he's doing is literally, he spends the majority of the match literally, even though he's the one that always wins. He's the match. He spends the majority of the match literally. if People fail to realize. Getting his ass kicked and selling for people. And that's literally how he's made uh, his living. I don't, know
1: if that's, I don't know if that's every match. I mean, I remember the match oh, with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Braun Strowman spent majority of the match getting his ass kicked. And Lester handed him quite convincingly. It took yeah. five five to put him away. And unless we all remember, to WrestleMania 30. Yeah, yeah. Before Seth Rollins came out and cashed in. Your boy was getting his ass kicked. No, I know. And then there will be those brief There will be. There will
0: be those brief moments of just like, really, sometimes man, like he like minutes. Yeah, sometimes How he
1: else? owns the entire match. Yeah. And sometimes he does sell. I don't think he sells entirely. I'll give him credit. He, he will give each wrestler their, their moment. But yeah. I actually did watch this match because I was going to bring up this point today. I watched this match yesterday just to make sure it was on point. You're not wrong. Ambrose got to do a lot of things, but there were a lot of cooler things that I saw that Ambrose wanted to do, things that were set up for, that when he did... An F five would come out or a suplex would come out. So yeah, the fact yeah. is is when Ambrose wanted to raise the bar, yeah. he was not allowed to, is what my point was. And totally. that's because Lester has no creative no creativity. There's no creativity behind that. He just wants to go back home, buck his wife, and milk his cows on his fucking farm in Manitoba. Well, that's all he
0: wants to it, do. It's an old school mind, ladies and gentlemen, of how can this little guy beat a big guy like me? And I get it. It's I don't I don't get it, but I I, I, I Understand their old school crappy mentalities like that
1: alright I'm going to bring this match into the fold next because uh, I think it's fair for this one to be next and I want to talk about the last one last uh, this is the main event Wrestlemania this is a women's take all match this is Ronda Rousey the champion in Raw yeah. Charlotte Fair the champion on Smackdown and the man Becky Lynch they're going to triple threat match and the winner of this match gets both titles where they will defend both titles on both brands from what I understand the point of the show be So, if you have to push and shove, if you have to make an opinion, if you have to state a point, the point and the opinion are this. Ronda Rousey, a lot of us love her, a lot of us hate her. I'm on the fence, because I respect her, but I also don't understand the storyline that happened earlier where she marked out against all wrestling fans about how wrestling is fake. We all know this, we don't need you to tell us that, you idiot. We get it. So that was built in, but never going. She still goes out there. She still smiles and waves. Like last night at the Hall of Fame, she smiled and waved like a fucking idiot. And her husband was there wearing the same color jacket as a dress that she has because she wears the pants in the fucking relationship. I didn't see much of the Hall of Fame. How loudly
0: did she get booed out of that arena? After she, she got, got booed there? quite a bit. That's quite great. a bit.
1: To the point. To you the po- deserve it. 100%. So the point of the the point of the fact is this. Uh, is Charlotte Flair winning, I'm okay with. Becky Lynch winning is what I want. Ronda Rousey winning is what I don't want. So, as to your point, you got to give them what they want and give them what they don't want. Well, fans don't want Lester as a champion anymore. Fans will suffer through Rousey as a double champion. Totally. So, my point, Seth Rollins wins. (sighs) Rousey wins. As much as I want Becky Lynch to win, or I'm even okay with Charlotte, but Charlotte has held the gold so much, I'm tired of seeing gold around her waist. I believe what's best for business is, is Seth winning. And then the fans not getting what they want is Rousey winning both championships. Mm. So that's my pick. My heart is going with Becky Lynch. I want Becky Lynch to win as a fan because Becky has done everything right up to this point in her character, her promos, her ability in the ring. She has done it to near perfection since and before Royal Rumble. Leading up to this point, her road was gone through a lot of shit and she sold every bit of it perfectly. Mm. Charlotte helped along the way and Ronda had her moments too. But the fact of the matter remains: what's best for business is Ron F screwing over both friends, yeah, and taking those belts or frenemies, uh, respect buddies, whatever you want to call Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. But my heart wants Becky to win, and you know what? If they end up giving Becky the championship and Lesser retains, then I'm okay. Right. I on. am okay, but I really want somebody else to rock that Universal title because I'm tired of a part-time champion. I want to see that belt every Monday, like it should be seen. Yeah. So I want, I really, if if we have to go with give the fans what they want and what they don't want, then I will take Seth winning and Ronda winning. All right. I will take it. But my heart, I want to put a standpoint now, if Becky wins, I'm not wrong because I've still also picked Becky. Yeah. But if I have to choose, Seth wins and Ronda wins because I want, everybody wants Seth to win and everybody will put up Ronda winning. Mm-hmm. Everybody will put up with it over mm-hmm. Lesnar winning. So that's the way I'm going with that.
0: Right on. Um, I'm gonna go with a different feel this year because every year I always do that. I always think to myself, okay, what's gonna be the what's gonna be the thing that they're gonna leave them with that's gonna make everybody feel really happy and make the fans feel yay, and then what's gonna be the thing that's gonna make the fans feel yay. we wasted our money. Um, so what I'm we gonna don't go waste with our money, right? Um, but. What what I really think, uh genuinely because of how crazy bad the booking has been and how crazy predictable the booking has been. Um I think Charlotte's gonna win tonight. I'm I'm sorry to everyone. I'm really sorry to, to I, everyone. I know how bad okay we want that. we want I know how bad we all want, we all want Becky that. to win we we all, do. all of us. My heart wants Becky to win so bad. It's true. I've I've wanted I've wanted great things for her for years. Um, I, I got tired of watching Becky literally take the, the, the two little, th- the, the thing off the top of her head, hand it to the kid and literally walk off, not even saying anything to the kid. Cause she's literally so routine to do the same entrance and the same thing every single time. Um, so I'm really happy to see her doing what she's doing right now. But, um, Charlotte Flair is the one who created all of what you're watching. She's the... It, 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 I'm, I'm not quoting either off the Chronicle. I know I'm pretty sure it's a... Oh, there's moron's just quoting Chronicle. Actually, a chronic side note,
1: that Chronicle no. was really good. That when Chronicle like, was
0: really good. Actually, it raised a lot of really valid points. It's actually everything what she stands for, everything what she did, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, everyone started to get it. It's the Ric Flair thing. She copies a lot of stuff that Ric Flair does. But god damn it, she's a super athlete. And she literally was the first woman... To take the kind of moon salt that she did at 31 and elevate—that was a moment that like people will look back on constant forever. Now, was it 32 or was it 31? Or thir- sorry, 30 to 32. No, problem, no problem. Um, It was 32. We're excited. Yeah, you got I'm, passion. I'm, I'm stoked, man, because like she's 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 right, man. That she like. Hungry, actually,
1: I'm, I'm excited for pizza and wings.
0: I'm excited for pizza and wings too. Pizza but, and wings,
1: Gustos, Brampton.
0: <laughs> but, honest, oh, no. <laughs> but honestly i really do i, I believe that uh, charlotte is going to take it simply because of all of the very valid points that quite frankly i had already just thought of myself that like she's the woman that started all of okay, it. She so deserves if charlotte... it if she's gonna if there's gonna be unification going on right she's the one that deserves to get it first so
1: i get okay i get that let's go with that for a second if charlotte wins fans don't want charlotte to win but yeah. if charlotte wins does that mean we get seth winning because you said you got to give them what they want and what they don't want but not in the same match. So if Charlotte wins, which a lot of fans don't want, does Seth win?
0: Actually, that's what's going to lead me into
1: what's. Uh, uh, actually, I'm just Are, gonna, I'm just going to say it right now. Don't say it. Wait. Last match of the night. we right. not the main event, but we're okay. going to get into it now because this is the last match, that we're we'll going to wrap leave up. this for my opinion of the last match. Then that that will be my answer. Everybody already knows where you're going. That's why he said, "Don't say it yet." We all know where you're going. Or right? At least I think I have an idea where you're going. Yeah. I'll let you lead the floor with this one. I'm just going to announce the match. It's the last match. It will not be the match tonight, but it will be the right undercard on. match. Kofi Kingston versus the new Daniel Bryan. I love the new Daniel Bryan. I love the new belt. My mm-hmm. phone, we're dead on Facebook. My cell phone died, so we're just going live strictly on Instagram now. Right um, on. Uh, but I love everything about the new Daniel Bryan, everything they're doing. I love the storyline with Kofi. Uh, it was a little bit weird up and down. There was a lot of head-scr- head-scratching moments, but it was that underdog story that we've all seen before. Yeah. So I'll let you voice your opinion, Then I'm going to voice my opinion, then we'll wrap it up. And we'll but wrap it up. Go to town.
0: Um, Straight up, I really believe that it's going to be all three letdowns tonight. I don't think uh, I don't think any titles are changing. I think it's going to be literally uh, well. Uh, sorry, besides, besides Charlotte winning. Um, besides Charlotte winning, I think that's going to be a title change, but that's going to be the the difference. I mean, is the when the opposite? They're going to keep doing the opposite. But what
1: happened in December where we were going to get what we wanted?
0: That's what I was literally just going to say that the fact that they came out in December and they made this whole speech about how it's going to be all about you and blah 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 and heard that crap before. And honestly, that's what I think about literally all of your writing and stuck up his of... little finger. I'm be serious. Sure I'm I'm so done with like the fact. That, like, trying to give it the benefit of the doubt and all this crap, like, screw that. Like, I'm sick of it last year after your bullshit escapade with Ronda Rousey, and then how you never built it in one match other than just watching her arm bar for a year. I'm so sick of this crap that the people think that, like, Oh, well, maybe if I just, if I think a little bit more and I work a little harder on my emotions that they'll eventually give me what I want. No, they're actually going, I've noticed that they've been going the opposite of where they've been going. So I've actually trusted my instincts to actually go with the total opposite of whatever. I'm th- Like, no, if that's the weaker call and not the one that I would really want. That's probably the answer of what's going to go down. So um, that's what I'm imagining is going to go on with Kofi Mania. I think Kofi Mania has just started. I think they've scratched the surface on it. I think they've just lit the candle on it and it needs more time now to grow and fester and so I think what this is really just going to be about it's it's going to be like Reigns and 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 Lesnar the 31 all over again like just this is not a match for who's going to win the title this is a match for just the match you're just watching this piece of art that they're going to go out and they're going to construct for everyone to literally go out there two smallest guys in the company they're going to go up in the biggest match of the whole night 100 percent
1: uh, you know what? I agree with you. I don't think Kofi, I, I never, I, my prediction was actually never for Kofi to win the storyline. Yeah. Like I said, there've been up and down moments. Uh, there've been a lot of talking on Biggie and Xavier's part, but I found that and I mentioned you before the show, Kofi actually cut a promo on Tuesday and the promo was decent. It wasn't the best promo in the world, but it was mm-hmm. decent. I mean, it wasn't Batista's promo. <laughs> I'm sorry, Batista's promo of the year. Nothing will ever top that. Triple H kissed my ass. Nothing will top that ever this year. But Kofi cut a decent, a decent enough promo to yes, where I'm like, you know what? Uh, now I understand why they were letting Big E and Xavier do the talking. Because when he had something to say, he said it. And he said everything we've all said. He's been there for 11 years. He actually is 150% ready to main event and hopefully win a title down the line. But I think you're right. This storyline builds to SummerSlam. This storyline may even build to Survivor Series. Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan are going to do this Ring Around the Rosie. And a lot of people don't know this, but Daniel Bryan... Actually, when Mustafa Ali went down, they went to Daniel Bryan for who his opinion was, and it was Kofi. Daniel Bryan said he actually wanted, loved and wanted to work with Kofi Kingston. He picked him specifically. So Vince McMahon and the WWE just didn't throw him into this Elimination Chamber match. It was always meant to be Mustafa Ali, but he got injured. Then they went to Daniel and said, well, who do you want to work with? Like, who would you love to work with? I'd love to work with Kofi. So this is just a scratching of the surface. Yes, Daniel Bryan will retain tonight. Ronda Rousey will win over... Uh, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch that's the better call because the fans definitely don't want that yeah. that's why you give it to her and Seth Rollins will win just because I've had enough of Brock Lesnar
0: and, and straight I, up, I, I know if, that I know that I may
1: be wrong but I've had enough of Brock Lesnar so I'm hoping I would rather take Rousey winning and suffer through her yeah. than suffer with Lesnar anymore
0: if they're going to do a payoff for the night that's my prediction I think they're going to I think they if they do do one
1: payoff of the night that's a really big one Seth wins Seth wins the title I think that's the payoff that will happen. Yeah. But I also think that this match, as much as you said, this will be art between Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. This will also be an audition to see if he can handle the pressure on the stages of stages. And Kofi, it may not be the main event, but you're the third last match. Yeah. This is big time for Kofi Kingston because three years ago he was fucking hosting WrestleMania. Now he's in the third last match on the card. Yeah. Maybe second last match. I'm not sure sure if Brock Lesnar and Seth is going to be the third last. I'm not sure how they're booking the whole thing. But you know what? we'll have to wait and see and most of the time the animal and the host are not wrong our opinions differ but the great thing about having two of us is that if there's three opinions we're going to be 75% right
0: right <laughs> most of the wrong. time most of the time right wrong
1: i don't know i don't know so that's it tweet us hit us up on instagram hit us up on facebook with your questions your comments whatever you know get at us throughout the night if we make a prediction that's wrong and you saw it differently but that's what we're here for Everybody up there wants to be a keyboard warrior. We've been asking for it for a year. So bring it on. That's all I gotta say. I am your host, George McKay. Steve the Animal Mitchell. Enjoy WrestleMania tonight. We will see you guys next week. And next week's episode will be dropping. It's our our interview, our one-on-one. We are digging in, going deeper with the uh, indie side, and it's gonna be holding all bright. We're gonna awesome. be we're gonna be dropping that. And then uh, the week after that, we're gonna be dropping Lionel Knight. Black Lavender, baby.
0: Hell yeah. Live, love, lavender. I really hope he sees that. I really hope because that's the hashtag, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Hashtag that. Live, love, love, lavender. lavender. All right, guys. As always, we are Straight Talk Wrestling. We will see you next week's episode will be recorded, dropping Friday on all platforms. Week after that, same deal, dropping on all platforms. Absolutely. So enjoy Wrestling Mania tonight. Be safe. Don't drink too much. But if you do, have a toilet or a bucket near you. Enjoy Kofi Mania, everybody. Peace out, guys. Peace.
0: Thank you all so much for tuning in. Catch us every Wednesday at 7.30 on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Also be sure to follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling and Twitter at underscore straight talk. And you